is a fascinating topic, man. It is. Uh, it's unfortunate that it's so controversial, man. I mean, mm. you know, it, you literally can't say say much of anything nowadays without it being being becoming something. You know, mm. uh, like the big discussion this week was a young lady named Ebony K. Williams. She was on an interview with Ayanna Van Zant. Mm. And Yala, as they were talking about discussing some discussion about relationships, finances, and things like that, and it ended up being, and Yala asked her, "Would you date a bus driver?" And that's been a hot topic in the black community. Oh, yeah. I, was, I saw something like dating a bus driver. Yeah, if you would you date a bus driver? Her answer was, "No, <laughs> I'll date a bus driver owner, the bus owner." You know what I'm saying? So the black community community is lambasting this woman because it looks like she's taking a dump on the little man, the working class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, which they should. It's right. It's an interesting discussion though because I agree with her point as well as as Ayano's point because Ayano told her she's wrong. You should date a man. You should want to be with a man for who they are as a person. Right. They love their mother. If they're a good man, you know, yeah. if they love driving a bus, so be it. Yeah. But you know, then on, on the other side, Abney K. Williams side, I mean, any woman that has a standard for herself, she wants to date a particular guy. That's your personal opinion. I mean, I don't care. But the position she took is it's like she took a dump on. On the, the common worker because mm-hmm. she said, and now this is a very good point, and, <clears throat> and she did an interview on Breakfast Club too, where because they were, that was right after that interview, and they were like, you know, you was kind of wrong for yeah, that. Yeah. But she, her position is, black people, we need to stop being taking mediocre jobs. Now, if you love being a bus driver, you love being a janitor or a service individual, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's too many of us in these roles, just just globally. And mm-hmm. so her thing is. That leaves us vulnerable from an economical standpoint and even a health standpoint because you you get these types of roles and then like when when COVID comes or something you're mm-hmm. on the front lines. Mm-hmm. So that was her position with that and the black community is an uproar. But I think it's a very help, healthy discussion for for the black community to say, hey, you know, let's look at that. How, how can we increase our economics, our education, and stop just getting the baseline roles out there? Right. Right. It's nothing wrong with it, right. but it's just other options to look at. So it was a good discussion. I didn't mm. want to digress from the other discussion. No, 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 that's good. However, that that's a good discussion also because it really, she really messed up with it, and mm-hmm. it's and people are really upset with her. But it is making people talk though, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's interesting. Ironically, her mother was a bus driver, you oh, know. Really? So yeah, really, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I, it's a it's a slippery. That's slope. a hard one. Yeah, it is because. You know, she's a successful, well-to-do woman. She's um she's a lawyer. Okay. And she's like a celebrity per- personality, I guess. Her okay. name's Ebony K. Williams. Okay. And so I think I think when you're in that type of a position, it's kind of easy to say, you know, black people, we need to pull each other up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not trying to insult y'all, but pull yourselves up and stop, you know, taking these baseline positions like just working on the line or, you know, got some postal route. And she just kept saying all these entry-level positions are – kind of just focusing on mediocrity and not maximizing our potential. And then she just really tried to play it up like, I'm just talking to black people that want to maximize their potential. And it was it's a slippery discussion because... Very much so. You know, a lot of our our people that we can... Like a lot of our parents, grandparents, they had just entry-level jobs because they're... the, the, The bigger discussion is there's a system in place that keeps a lot of us in those types of situations. So that's a good discussion, man. Yeah. Um, I know we're all over the place, but no, right, that's <laughs> no, you're fine. Good. Um, <laughs> you're good. That's a hard one. That's something I would have to sit and consider because I, I it's really hard for me. Is like I've had blue collar jobs my entire life. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, that's rough. But see, 
So Iyala's whole point was, and I think the point of the black community is, and, and so this is really where it really took your head is black men. This is, this is uh, almost feels like a black woman talking to black men, particularly not necessarily black men and women, but black mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of black men coming out against her. So like on breakfast club, D- DJ envy just, he destroyed her, man. Like he was really upset and he mm-hmm. took it very personal. And he, he was talking for the blue collar, collar worker. I take it personally. Yeah. yeah. She, he took it very personally, very upset with her because it's like, a lot of people, sometimes their aptitude, their their station in life and their condition, whatever it may be, that's the role that mm-hmm. they that they're in. And mm-hmm. a lot of them may like it. So don't don't chop them up like that. Yeah. And so she she was making the point, like, Envy, you know, this is very irresponsible how you're coming at me like this because I'm literally not dogging people for that. Then everybody else, like Charlamagne, everybody else on the panel were like, you kind of are, though. We saw the interview. You kind of are, yeah, you know. That's and what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And, you you know, you're well-to-do. <clears throat> You've made it. You know, you you did everything you could. This is your station in life. Mm-hmm. So now you're kind of looking, not looking back and trying to pull people forward. You're kind of looking down and saying, come on, let's do better, black people. Stop, stop reveling in mediocrity mm-hmm. and entry-level roles because... We all can do better. We have more potential, and we're just not maximizing it. That was her ultimate summation, and I think that was also kind of irresponsible and dismissive. In her in, in in her position, also was I'm really not here to you know for people's feelings. I can't really help how you feel about it. Yeah. So that that further pushed her yeah, away. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, pushed yeah. everybody away. And so, but but I think it's a, a health. It, if it's approached properly, it could be a healthy discussion. Yes, it really yes. is. I mean because. There, I mean, there are some lazy people, mm-hmm. and then there are people that are working hard. There are people that can't get it right. There are people who their socioeconomical positions and conditions in life, they just—it's a lot. They just don't know. Yeah, you know. So, you know, it's it's There's a good a, discussion. I mean, it's so many so many points to this discussion. So many things to to think about and consider before making a blanket statement like it sounds like she made. And I, I again I didn't hear her her interview. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing it secondhand, third hand, whatever it is. But um yeah, there's so many other things to consider because a person that is making an honest living, regardless of what they're doing, yeah. has my respect to the utmost. Absolutely. I likewise. Whether you're flipping burgers or whether you're, you know, running Google, whatever it might be, if yeah. you're making an honest living and you are diligent and hardworking, yeah. you have my respect as a person. Black, Definitely. white, otherwise, young, old, whatever. Definitely. I think one of the things that that bugs me uh quite a bit is the fact that her her mindset may be one that is kind of like you said she may have good intentions. Yeah. I don't know what her intentions are. She sounds like somebody that I would want to be friends with. But yeah. <laughs> if her intentions are good, she still is creating a dialogue from a perspective or or that resonates with the perspective of women who do dog black men. Yeah. That that was the position. And that's what bugs me the most. Yeah. Because <clears throat> We and this is just not men. This is not just black women, mm-hmm. but we as a community have put the dollar mm-hmm. above a person's character. Yes, exactly. We, have, we are we are associating associating ourselves, whether it's romantically or otherwise, just being friends or community or friend friend circle, whatever. Yeah, we're valuing a person's income. Mm-hmm. 
more than we value <clears throat> what they're about as a person, what their moral compass looks like, yeah. how how much they respect yeah. humankind. Yeah. All of those kind of things are pushed to the wayside or maybe just an afterthought mm -hmm. after I know how much money you have in the bank or, or yeah. you know, so it's to the point now where it's driving, going back to the relationship uh, thing, you know, who, who would you date, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's putting pressure on people who would otherwise maybe not be who would otherwise maybe not have a problem having a regular day job, nine to five, working hard, honest living to now they're robbing and scamming and stealing and all of this kind of stuff just to have the status that will allow a person to say, OK, well, now I got it. So now I can get with whatever her name is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which is to me, that's ridiculous, because then you sacrifice everything else about yourself mm -hmm. in order to chase the dollar. Yeah. Just so you can have this status. Yeah. To, that, that's a, like you said, that's a slippery slope to be on to, yeah, to where is. the dollar amount that a person earns is it the, is. and I, I'm, that's it, hard for me, man. What's cool is though, man, is it really, um, what I'm bringing up here, it ties into to what you brought earlier about, about coming together and unifying mm -hmm. for a common cause. So that the community that you spoke of earlier, they coming together and in their mind, this is a reality for them. Mm-hmm. For us and our people, it actually is. It's not our perception. It actually mm -hmm. is a reality, what we have to deal with, mm -hmm. right? But we have to say to ourselves and, you know, um, use that example that I brought up about about the young lady and say to ourselves, okay, how can we have that discussion and unify over it, though? Mm -hmm. Normalize this discussion of, okay, and this is like in-house. This is like family meeting type stuff, mm -hmm. right? So it's like... Um, how can we say to our, our black woman and the black man, let's come to some common ground on our understanding of our roles in the society that we're living in? Mm -hmm. Not the society that's been created for us, mm -hmm. but the society that we actually live in. And that helps alter and heal our perceptions of roles, responsibilities, and how we need to look at one another. Because the the discussion with her and Ilyana was about around women bringing too much masculine energy into relationships. So they, you know, society has positioned them to be breadwinners. They're making more income. They're getting educated. They're having kids later, if at all. And so there's a masculine energy there now that men in general don't feel that they can compete with. That was the, the overall discussion. Gotcha. And so um, it became problematic because Iyanla, you know, uh, the discussion took a turn because Iyanla asked her, like, would you date a bus driver? And she was like, I would date a bus owner, you know. And so <laughs> that that really exploded online because mm. we always need essential workers, entry level positions to yes. feel always because the poor you will have with you always. That's scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Any society needs that. And yes. there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. But right. but but the mentality has become, you know, if you're not making six figures or more. Or if you're not, you don't have this type of degree, if you didn't go to this Ivy League school, mm. then you don't really count. You don't really rate. Mm. And so that's trickled down to the black community. And then I think black people, both men and women, have become affected by it, actually. Mm -hmm. Black men. Because yes. black men's thing is, you know, I want a woman that, you know, the younger black dudes, they come in, like, what is she bringing to the table financially? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Out of protection for themselves, I guess, financially. So... I think we can glean from that example of unity and unifying is we have to just sit on the table and say, do we love each other as a people? OK, if the answer is yes. Well, let's talk about the problems, especially as it relates to finances and relationships, mm -hmm. you know, because I think we put too much focus. There has been too much focus put on, like you said, 
what you can bring to the table financially and not who you are as a human being. Mm -hmm. That's very problematic. Whereas the trans and LGBT community, they're focusing on who we are as human beings, who we've chosen to be as human beings, and we're fighting for that. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to do. But, but, our, point. but our thing is, this is not, we have not chosen this. Mm -hmm. We're fighting for, we are human beings, and right. we want to be treated, you want to say equal, but the thing is, you really want to say, I just want to be treated as a human being. That's the bottom line, because... Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, equality is what is, is the different perceptions of I'm treating right. you as equal, right? Right, right. You know, so yeah. I think it's very imperative that we we really focus on relationships over what can you do for me or what have you done for me lately type of thing. Because if if we keep in that direction, then it's just going to continue to spiral out of control. And then society is going to, the evil aspects of society and the leaders of that evil society are going to really play on that, which they already are doing, mm -hmm. to keep keep us divided. Because mm -hmm. we love each other as a people, black man and black woman. We do love each other. But when you put that little, those little things in there, those little disruptive suggestions of, well, I mean, you kind of better than him. You don't really need a, a black mm -hmm. dude to come up. You know what I'm saying? You can come up and then get you maybe somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, And then I think society is also just trying to ultimately make the black man extinct. You know, so that's a whole nother problem. That's a whole nother discussion. My goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we've covered some of this stuff in other, yeah. obviously, other shows. But it's a, it's a good broader topic to really to really examine simply because, and, and obviously we don't experience it, but there are many that do mm -hmm. that we can talk to. Many of our male counterparts that do experience feeling that rejection and feeling like I can't compete with these women nowadays because a lot of them are like making six figures. A lot of black women are CEOs and execs, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're doctors. I mean, a lot of dudes that are blue collar working on the line, they don't even think about that at all. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I, some of them don't even get married. They're like, I can't compete even with just a basic woman, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't want to keep talking. So <laughs> no, no, you're fine. good. Yeah, yeah, but it's very thought-provoking. It is. Very much so. I got a million thoughts running through my yeah. head. Be because it really does, and the reason why I'm driving it is because it really does go into the point that you started with mm -hmm. about unifying as a people for a common cause. Yeah. And what we can glean from that group. Yeah, yeah. And, all, and all of that, how, and how they've become so successful. Because it is literally numbers. Mm -hmm. It really is numbers, man. No, Like, it's no one person doing it. Exactly. They don't have some great leader rising to the top yeah, yeah. To, to spearhead it, you yeah. know. They, it's like all of them collectively, and they're in higher, they're in higher ranking mm -hmm. departments, and, mm -hmm. and, and you know things like that, and, and that's how they're doing it, man. I mean, you know, you got those people in Congress and, and their state reps and things, you know, mm -hmm. and in the trans, you know, community. So, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, yeah. got any thoughts? What I'm trying to think, like, I'm, cause I'm thinking back to like Bill Cosby's comments and everything too, mm -hmm. and I think turn one of one of the things we got to. Um, one of the things we got to figure out is how how do we have that that discussion in a productive way? Exactly. Because too many times it's happening for people that maybe they have good intentions, maybe they don't. Mm. But with the way that they say it, it's it's a way to have that conversation without being offensive, without slamming somebody or degrading them. Mm -hmm. Why is it that every time the conversation comes up, it's because somebody is saying saying it in a, in a negative way or like in a way that's hurtful to people? Mm -hmm. Is, is there nobody that's having a conversation in a productive way? Is it not possible to have a conversation in a productive way without offending somebody? It's just like, it seems like there's a a, a, a better way to have the discussion. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, and and to your other point about there's no 
one leader. There's no single person you could point to as the head of the movement, you know, of like alternative lifestyles. And we seem to be incapable of mobilizing without that. Mm, yeah. And I think it's it's important to and I'm kind of bridging those two topics because I think we have to have the conversation in a in a productive way to get everybody on the same page without it coming by way of beating them, beating them over the head. Right. And I haven't seen I shouldn't say I haven't seen, but it's like, are, are we are we only catching the people that are coming at it in the most negative possible way? And there's a lot of other people who are having the same conversation that just doesn't get the same kind of airplay. That's what I'm just you know what I mean? Say. You gotta yeah. you gotta realize what sells in the right. media. Right, right, exactly. Controversy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if nothing else, even like what we use this this channel for, it's like let's figure out what are the, what are the positive and the productive ways to have that conversation without demeaning somebody in the process. Like instead of, oh, I made it and you didn't, like let's, let's have that conversation about how do we find people in our community that want to do better for themselves and what they are and how do we help empower them to do that? How do we, how do we enable them? You know yeah. what I mean? How do we find initiatives and, and programs and things like that that for somebody that wants to do better for themselves, regardless of where they are, if you got a six-figure job and you you want the next step, you know right, what I mean? Right. Or if you work in something minimum wage and you want the next step, it doesn't matter where you are. Let's look at just empowerment for our people in general, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and figure out how to do that in a, in, a, in a way that's not slapping somebody in the face, you know what I mean, before you, mm-hmm. you know, just just, just to yes. get them to have a, a meaningful conversation, you know what I mean? That's a very good point. So. Yeah. Because yeah. like Bill Cosby too had very valid points in the way he and things he said, but and it's like I don't. This is again why I don't understand why people that are intelligent that want to speak to the community for for positive things. You see how intentions and I and I do think he. I think he had good intentions in the way he did it, but it's like you end up negating every every possible mm-hmm. thing you say that can help when you deliver a message that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if people can't step outside themselves and, and tune it down to a, to a degree where it's again productive, then you might as well shut up because all you end up doing is, is making so much negative noise. Nobody's, nobody's able to pull anything positive out of what you say at all. You know what I mean? Because I think Cosby had some very, very valid points in what he was saying, but that conversation so rarely happens to look at what are those things that, that he said that were actually beneficial because everybody is so offended. Now, we can't Which help somebody get offended. I'm just saying like the, the the speech that he made that time about, um, is it one of the commencements? I forgot what Yeah, he was, was kind of kind of going yeah. off on of yeah. black dude sagging and different yeah. things. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, some, some meaningful point. things yeah. to talk about, mm, but yeah. it's, it's a way you could do it, do that and have that conversation without stepping on somebody in the process you yeah. know what i mean yeah and I, I would think that as much noise as that speech made mm. people will look at it as okay you know what if there's things that need to be done mm. and he did touch on things that need to be done mm. if the way he said it caused more negative negative publicity mm. and coverage than positive and acceptance of what he said mm. if you're serious about that work it seems like you go back to the drawing board like let me figure out a different way to have that conversation yeah it, it hasn't been successful coming at somebody and beating them upside the head of I'm better than you are. Get better. That's that's never worked. You know what I mean. Never. So you so immediately, I question the sincerity of a person who comes at at the at the topic that way. Mm. You know what I mean. It's like I don't I don't think you have any real intention of making the community better. If that's the best you can come up with for how to help people do better. I I see what you're saying, but I'm not sure if I completely agree. Only because I think about the background that most of us have come from. Right. 
We've right. come from a background of this is the way that I live, and I believe this 100%. And anybody that doesn't live or believe this way, you know, I ha it's my job to dog you out, to judge you, to put you down, to make you feel small so that you can somehow, like you said, it's never worked, but that you can somehow bring yourself up to the level that I hold myself at. I hold myself in very high esteem and I look down at everybody else. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I say to you um, that you it's your responsibility to recognize that you're a worm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so coming from that background, which a lot of us, especially in, in the black community, have come from. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's a natural progression, no matter how sincere I am. Right. If I haven't awakened myself to realize the points that you're making, mm -hmm. if I haven't awakened myself, then how can I ever know that my words can't be as effective as they as they should be? Mm -hmm. right. You know what I mean? Right. So right. until a person has had a, a certain awakening within themselves to know that love and compassion is the real, only real effective mm -hmm. approach, mm -hmm. especially when you're looking to change somebody's life. Mm -hmm. There is no more effective approach than love and compassion. Right. And so without without them crossing that, I guess, mental bridge, mm -hmm. they can be sincere, I think. Mm -hmm. I think. Right. I think they can be sincere and just be wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sincerely, sincerely wrong. Yeah, sincerely, sincerely wrong. wrong. Yeah. They can so, come out of touch really quick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, you know, it's perspective too, right? Like mm -hmm. ground zero is the individual, right? Okay. And is always looking outward, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Comparing yourself or looking at yourself and mm -hmm. looking at other people, either you comparing yourself against them or them comparing yourself against you right, or whatever the right, case may right. be, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that um, <clears throat> that I, I was thinking about was um, not only the, pers the pers perspective, but the assumption. Like mm -hmm. if a woman or a man was able to say who they wouldn't date because they were a certain <sighs> level, pedigree mm -hmm. or whatever the case mm -hmm. you want to call it right you can be a bus driver and that is your that is your side hustle mm -hmm. you, you see what i'm saying like you don't know right. you don't know shoot my grandfather was a bus driver mm -hmm. and he owned a huge house in detroit mm -hmm. and he took care and a wife that didn't work mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they mm -hmm. did so you can be successful at any position just because the surrounding elements that you know that possibly was a, and I'm just, I don't even know the woman or anybody, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like for a person to look at a, a person, I'll never talk to or date a bus driver, right? Because because of your experiences with the people that you know were bus drivers, you can't lay that across the vein, generalize across everybody. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's unfair. And I think we all were saying the same thing. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. can't do that, right? Yeah. right. But the, another point is this, when we stand up somewhere, and I gotta be careful because easily I could think that way too against someone, right? Mm -hmm. So while you guys was talking about this, how would you feel when a person consider your words and, and take ownership of what you said? Does that make you a better person? You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, say that, say that. Okay, I'm trying. I'm, I, it's weird in my head, so I'm trying to get it out. It's weird right? in my head. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get it out of my brain, okay, right? Okay. So, if if this person, like Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby right. said, yeah, you know, you know, black guys got to do better. Stop sagging this, mm -hmm. this, that, and other. If they went on and changed, a, changed their way of doing things, 
does that make you a better person? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. what are you becoming in the process of an another person's reception of that? Right. Hmm. And I've always that's, considered that. That's a deep thought. Man. I always consider that. Like, what am I becoming in the process of all these things? Things. First, you made a very good point about a person's perspective mm -hmm. um, being what is real to them. Mm -hmm. that, and that, we can't deny that. And so I think that speaks to what DJ Envy was saying about, by the way, we paused it and watched most of the, the, the Breakfast Club interview. So yeah, now we have, Williams, yeah. Yeah, so now we have more of uh, more, more insight and we can speak on it a little bit more. Right, yeah, more context. Um, what what Envy was saying was was 100% true because a person's perspective is their reality. Mm -hmm. And so in order to speak to a person yes. and want to reach them, yeah, so it's one thing to thing. talk at somebody, yeah, but yeah. it's another thing entirely to speak to somebody and want to actually reach them mm -hmm. and, and have them be able to commune with you. Yeah. If you're doing that, there's no way that you can address a person and not regard their feelings. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's not, it's not possible. That's, 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 that's good. That's right. That's good. Um, because their perspective is that, my perspective is that you're talking down to me. So mm -hmm. it's up to you yes. as the teacher, yeah. as the leader, as the message bringer. You can't bringer. Yes. without regard for who there you go. Precisely. Yes. Precisely. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And so while I do agree with most of what she was saying, mm -hmm. I think yeah, you delivery. Exactly. The word that's <laughs> the perfect word. The yep. delivery was one of and I don't want to I hate to use the word because I don't know her, but from what it sounds like, which again is my perspective, um, it sounds like elitism. It yeah. really does. There you go. Yep. Um as much as I like I said, as much as I agree with the the actual words that she said, you know, yep. the the fact that we are disproportionately occupying the 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 core of mediocrity in this country I, I agree but but there's a first of all there's a lot of other factors to consider when you talk about that because you know historically we've been kept at a certain level and it's it, it you know there is a certain way that we could rise and we don't have that right now you got you got, you got me a good thought man this is a pretty good thought man you said historically man you His know you look at no 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 right right no man keep going no we got to put that I, I, I know i don't want you to i don't want you to get to that point that's just saw i saw mike like so i can eat this stuff for you hey mike we going up hey yo yeah. i saw i saw mike mike like okay you go ahead you don't know me. Keep going, y'all both going. Keep going, keep going. Because I'm going to forget, man. I'll tell you. Go ahead, go, 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 go. I don't know already. So go ahead. Bro, that was funny. Oh, my goodness. You look at, you know, you know, if you look at black folks for historically, right? Yep. And it's it was a struggle to get those HBCUs going and, right. and, and yeah. the different colleges and whatnot to get educated enough to really combat issues from two sides. Mm. She was very skillful mm. at bringing points mm. to 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 clear up herself. Mm. Yeah. That's education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's education. <laughs> you know what sure. I'm saying? Sure. She knew how to do that, mm. right? However, DJ Envy, mm. he recognized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he brought it to her for sure. That, he did. That really 
when it comes to, and I don't even know if this is a debate. It had nothing to do with debate. Mm-hmm. It was clearly seeing something that's missing. Yeah. yeah. And and I think DJ Envy, he recognized mm-hmm. what was missing. He called her out. He, he really did. Yeah. And, and like you said, the delivery, it really didn't matter because I think a lot of people will still see the heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people know what's yeah. real or yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. The gen, you, know, you know, someone is genuine about it. And I'm glad you brought that video up so we can actually really see the context yeah, of what's that going makes on. Yeah, because that a big difference. It makes a lot of uh, sense, you know. And really, if you slow down and really look at the perspective of an individual, you said something. This is the reason why I cut you off. No, you good. <laughs> it's the eliteness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You say if you slow down and you really think about it, it really put puts her in the same category that she's against <clears throat> in some some form mm-hmm. of fashion, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm still thinking that through. I'm mm-hmm. still thinking that through. So how do you, is that a status or whatnot? I'm still trying to think that out a little bit. So once you get educated academia-wise mm-hmm. and different things like that, and you get up there to a certain point, mm-hmm. how do you protect, not even protect, how do you resolve from being uh, in a position that you spoke against for so very long. I don't know if I said that right. I don't know if I said that. I think it has to be in your heart from the very beginning. If you're not a compassionate person from the beginning, when you reach a certain echelon of of status or success, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can you can reach back and try to and try to you know do a little help or whatever, but if your heart is not compassionate towards the people mm. that you want to serve, mm. you're, you you're you're sounding brass and tinkling the simple. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It is really hard as we as a people. So much has been taken from us historically and mm-hmm. still is. Mm-hmm. When a few of us get a few crumbs mm-hmm. and get to the top, get a piece of paper, get some recognition, we just get this air that gets exposed in some of the hearts of men. Yeah. They get exposed and it. House they, Negro versus Field Negro. Yeah, and then they become frustrated and disenchanted with their own people, and then and then they end up saying stuff like, "Why can't, can't y'all figure this thing out like I did? Right. I, I ain't had nothing just like you ain't had nothing. Right. We from the same block. That's what I'm I came saying. up. Why can't you? That's, do yeah, that's and it. I think that's where the total disconnect. Happens. And that's where the lack of compassion. <clears throat> the lack shows of compassion. Yeah, and and she <clears throat> and she unfortunately. Whatever she thought she was trying to do, mm-hmm. I took it ultimately. When I was done with that interview, mm-hmm. I'm like, that was just clean up. Because uh, my wife looked at the original interview with Ilyana, mm-hmm. and and she was like, yeah, Ebony K. Williams, she she said what she said, and she meant it like she said it. Mm-hmm. And so she wasn't expecting this backlash. Mm-hmm. So what y'all just saw was mm-hmm. the ultimate. I'm trying to see. Cause my thing is you can't become successful as a black person and, and then insult me and mm-hmm. then say, I'm just trying to pull you up. Right, How you going to get right. mad at me? I'm just trying to pull you up. Right, I'm trying right. to help you out with some game. Exactly. It's like, no, you're not. You, you're being condescending kind of <laughs> and you've made it. You've. Provisions have been made for you. You made a way. Mm-hmm. Whomever made a way for you. And now what you're doing to me is you're on your high horse and you're kicking me down. Mm-hmm. And you're punching down on people that have conditions, some of which they can't even help. So yeah, and true. then they just they ultimately just point. the problem that the disconnect like becomes we just forget too too easy. Yeah, that's we just, good. We just yeah, forget too easy. That's, that's and, and, good, and and I think that's very unfortunate because honestly, she represents a large number of successful black people. Absolutely. What do you mean when you say we forget too easy? Forget um, where you come from. Where we come from. Gotcha. Like when okay. you get and, and, and all all of us don't know. Born in the field, but now you in the house. Right? Yeah, now yeah. You just you just just you just forget too easy when when you get a little crumb of something. Right. And I mean, it's nothing much, man. I mean, right. when you think about it, six figures. Right. If you're a millionaire, none of that means anything right. because of 
you're never really successful unless your brother is, unless mm-hmm. your child is successful. Mm-hmm. You only are because you can't be an island unto yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so, mm-hmm. a lot of other groups are successful, not as individuals, but as they groups. Bring each other up, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but it's because they because they are groups and they become successful successful like that. Yeah, we allow. See, the thing is, it's not that we're not unified. Is that we just allow ourselves to become distracted. Mm. That's ultimately what it is. Because all of us have hearts of, many of us have hearts of gold. We're very hard workers, obviously, because we built this country, mm-hmm. right? But we allow ourselves to become woefully distracted by the most insignificant things. And so she was like, I don't deal in feelings. I, I understand her perspective on that mm-hmm. because feelings are what get us messed up. Sure. You know, Absolutely. just like that interview mm-hmm. in the way Envy felt, mm-hmm. he did represent very well. How people feel. Mm-hmm. They're very angry. And so we're distracted by our feelings. Mm-hmm. And then we can get nothing done. All we're focusing on now is we're mad at Ebony K. Williams. Mm-hmm. When what we should do is take and remove her from those words and look at those words. Mm-hmm. That's what I did when I looked at it. I was good for yeah. it. Yeah. No, no, just, go ahead. Yeah, just 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 take her out of the equation. <laughs> just take her out of the equation and just, just look at those words. Because the words actually she had yes, some valid yes. points in there, separate yeah. in there, you know. Yeah. But again, Very the delivery is is ultimately the problem. Like Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. like Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. and all these guys, oh, like goodness. black people, we need to wake up. That people tired of hearing that. Yeah. This is like, okay, if we need to wake up. Give us a blueprint, and then go out into the community and focus on normalizing it. Mm-hmm. Don't browbeat, and don't. When you do something as a black person, be on social media and be on the camera like, this is what we're doing now. You know, this this benefit I got, this program I got right here. Mm. It's like, just move in silence. Like, mm. I don't need to know what you're doing, you know. And ultimately, again, that creates a disconnect also. Mm-hmm. When you take your celebrity and you show, I'm helping my people, I'm for my people, but you out here like, mm-hmm. you know, look what I'm doing for my people. It's mm-hmm. like, that doesn't work either. All these things create a disconnect. Jim Carrey had a really good uh, quote about that Uh he said that um he said imagine yourself being a homeless person mm-hmm. and, and you're starving mm-hmm. and somebody walks up to you with a sandwich and they feed you a sandwich you're going to be grateful but imagine that person has a camera while they're handing you the sandwich yeah, you still have to take the sandwich but yeah. it makes you feel like dirt you yeah. know what i mean yeah. because now it's not about yeah. a person showing love to another person no, it's about me showing the world what i'm doing for this person yeah. that that is let to, yeah, I agree with you 100%. That, that goes back to the uh, the point that was made earlier about what are you becoming in the process of your, oh, yes, of your you. service. You. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. And it's like, when you talk about like, you know, Steve Harvey, you know. I can't. Can I just tell you this right